Ready to end overwhelm and turn your dreams into inspired action? Welcome to the Get Fired Up and Focus podcast, where you'll learn how to plan, prioritize, and fire up your productivity so you can work less and live more. And now your host, MBA award-winning business strategist and Mama Panur, Rachel Cook. If you're ready to get fired up and focused, I've created a free 21-day course to help you get laser-focused, turbocharge your productivity, and get bigger results faster in your business. Give me 30 minutes a day, and I'll show you how you can work less and live more. Visit firedupandfocus.com slash podcast to get instant access to the entire Fired Up and Focused challenge delivered to your inbox daily, as well as exclusive bonuses only available to podcast listeners. You're listening to the Get Fired Up and Focused podcast, episode 18. You've poured your heart and your soul into creating this amazing thing, program, service, product, book. You know that it's going to make a difference and change lives. Now you're facing a new challenge. How do you influence someone to buy your thing and become a paying client without feeling like a complete sleazeball, a pushy, scammy telemarketer used salesman. Well, it turns out that for over 60 years, scientists have been researching how and why we make decisions. Are we the logical, rational beings that we think we are? Or are there social triggers, cues, that lead us to make certain decisions? According to Robert Cialdini's book, Influence, as the sheer volume of information increases exponentially, we rely more than ever on six universal rules of thumb when it comes to making decisions. And if you want to cut through the clutter and help more people to take action, understanding these six shortcuts and integrating them mindfully and ethically into your marketing will help you dramatically increase how many clients you attract into your business. So I want to share with you a few of the insights from his work. And here are some ideas for how you can quickly apply these principles of influence into your mindful marketing plan. The first is reciprocity. This is all about giving a no strings attached gift. When you give someone something, it builds a sort of social currency. It's like an IOU. Over time, after you've deposited the social currency in the form of great blog posts, valuable newsletters, webinars, however it is that you're adding value to your community, when it's time to offer something to your peeps, they already know, like, and trust you. And they feel the sense of, ah, okay, I'm ready. So how can you implement this? Again, it's that no strings attached gift. It could be a simple thank you note after someone drops into your yoga class or a bonus, a freebie, like a training video when someone signs up for your email list. It could even be a surprise bonus, something they didn't know they were getting when they signed up to work with you. Reciprocity also goes a long way in developing relationships with people who you admire. Giving shout outs to someone on social media could turn into a get to know you call. Supporting someone else in the launch of their program could turn into them supporting you in yours. Interviewing them for your community 
could often lead to a swap where they're interviewing you in front of theirs. So if you're looking to partner with more people or to have other people talk about your business, honestly, one of the best ways to start is to start talking about other people. The next idea that Cialdini talks about in influence is the idea of scarcity. This is a tricky area, so let's talk about it. If there's less of something, it's more appealing. Any teenager on the planet being told they can't do or have something will prove my point here. But scarcity can be easy to exploit. So you have to use honesty and integrity around the use of scarcity. How can you implement this? Well, for most of us who especially are doing one-on-one or very small group numbers in our programs and offerings, if there's a real limit to the number of people you can work with, just tell them that. For example, when I am working one-on-one, I always limit how many people I accept at a time into my one-on-one mentorship program. Usually it's just five people. And this isn't false scarcity. I only have the time and energy available in my calendar to work with this number of people at that level, especially while I'm still working on other programs, um, creating new products and services, creating books, and living my life. So that's something that you have my permission to tell people. You only have X number of spots available starting next month. If you're interested, sign up now. Another version of scarcity is urgency. Urgency is basically scarcity of time to take action. And this is a proven way to use this principle and help people get off the fence. It's as simple as letting people know that there's an expiration date for your offer. The truth is, if there's no reason for people to act now, they won't. People procrastinate, myself included. After launching my program, Conscious Business Design, over a dozen times, I've seen again and again that as much as 60% of the people enrolling in the program will wait until the final 48 hours before we close the doors. And it's been true across the board. I've looked at my clients' launches. I've looked at my friends, my business BFFs' launches. I've talked to dozens of colleagues. And it's the same thing. That final email reminder is possibly one of the most important things you can do when you're trying to fill your program or your service. It's essential to letting people know that the deadline is approaching. And again, I want to just come back and say it's important to use this element, scarcity and urgency, very mindfully. You can cross the line into feeling sleazy or scammy when Things are being said like, there's only 100 copies of this ebook, or there's only 10 spots left for a completely virtual home study program where there's no interaction with you and there's no reason why you should cap it. So you want to be in integrity if you're going to be using these two strategies. But at the same time, they're very powerful to getting those people off the fence and helping them overcome their natural desire to procrastinate. The next principle of influence is authority. People follow the lead of knowledgeable experts. This is why we all want to know Oprah's favorite things, because obviously Oprah is fabulous. So her favorite things must be amazing. We don't even think about it. We trust her. How can you implement this in your business? 
This is why I love to teach mindful marketing. It's all about educating and providing value up front. If someone is searching online for a yoga therapist and they come across your blog that has dozens of well-written articles on the exact topics they're searching for, you're answering the questions they have, boom, you are perceived as an expert. You can also borrow someone else's authority by aligning yourself with them. So this is a little tricky, but here's what that means. Oprah is a perfect example of this. She did not start out as the expert of personal development, who we all know her as now. When she started her career and her whole talk show, she was the person interviewing the experts. And over a 20, 30 year career, she began sharing her own experiences and insights. Now she's the queen of personal development. The next influential principle is consistency. People like to be consistent with what they've already said or done. If they've already said yes once, they're more likely to say yes again. How can you implement this in your business? This principle is fantastic for getting people to continue the momentum once they've taken the first step. And I love using it to help build the buzz about a business. That's why I love something like click to tweet. If you've never checked out click to tweet, it's a free site at clicktotweet.com, I believe, or you can download a plugin where you can have it in your site and just create these little clickable things that have a pre-written tweetable ready to go. If someone's already clicked to read your blog post, the chances are pretty high that they'll also say yes to sharing your post, to clicking to tweet a little pre-written tweetable. Another one of my favorite hidden places for engagement is your thank you page. How many times have you signed up for someone's email list just to be taken to the same generic thank you page that was on their email service provider? In fact, I can often tell if they're using MailChimp or AWeber or any of those others just by what their thank you page looks like. Instead, use that opportunity to deepen the relationship. Ask them to take another step. This is the perfect place to say, hey, I'm so glad you're in my world. Follow me on Facebook or I love hanging out on Instagram. It's also a great opportunity to give a surprise bonus, layering in kind of these principles and offering something a surprise gift for free, reciprocity, maybe an extra training video or an extra download. The next principle is liking. People want to work with other people who they know, like, and trust. This is the biggest indicator that focusing on your dream clients isn't just a warm and fuzzy woo-woo idea. It's in your greatest business interest. So how can you implement this? You need to get comfortable with a little bit more vulnerability. And this is a little tough for me coming from a more corporate and more MBA background. I had to learn how to let my hair down, how to relax a little bit, how to not write like I'm writing a corporate memo. People need to know a little bit about who you are to see if you're the type of person they want to work with. So by now, there's a lot that you know about me. You know that I'm a mamapreneur. You know that I have five-year-old twins and a -a two-and-a-half-year-old. You know I'm an introvert who prefers the quiet of working from home and a lot of quiet time for myself. 
you know that I'm a yogi who infuses that mindset into almost every area of my life and my business. By being open and transparent about who I am outside of just my professional credentials, people are able to connect with me on a deeper level. And this is especially crucial if they're deciding to work with you based on a website and not meeting you in real life. When people have these opportunities to really relate to you, it increases the chances that they're going to take that next step and say yes to working with you. And the final influence principle is consensus. People are looking for proof that others are doing it too. Yep, we all just want to be assured that we aren't the weirdos being the first out there to figure this out. We want to make sure that someone else has taken the leap and has worked with you to prove that you're legit. So how can you implement this? Social proof. That's why so many of us turn to our friends to ask who they recommend. And they trust that over their own research. We all go to our friends to recommend someone that they know, like, and trust. I ask people who are they taking their kids to for their physician. I ask people about what kind of tools are they using behind the scenes in their business. I ask for referrals on copywriters to hire. So when you're building a business, those referrals are just one way of getting that stamp of approval. You can also take this to the next level and create some of that social proof for yourself. And you can do that by sharing testimonials from happy clients on your websites and your invitation pages, people who are just raving about the results that they've gotten from working with you. You can showcase where you've been featured. Have you spoken anywhere? Have you been a contributor? Have you been a guest poster? Have you been interviewed? Those are all types of things, social proof that you can put on your website, on your invitation pages to let people know that, yes, you are an expert. You can get them results you're a great person, a great option for them to work with. Now it's time to get into inspired action. We talked about six different influential principles to help people get off the fence and say yes to taking the next step towards working with you. Now it can be challenging to implement all six at once, and we want to give you something that you can go ahead and implement in the next day or two. So choose two things, two areas reciprocity, scarcity, urgency, authority, consistency, liking, or social proof that you can integrate into your mindful marketing plan in the next week. If you can choose two things and upgrade that area of your mindful marketing plan, you'll start to see the results accumulate over time. And then you can come in and add the next two and then the next two and then the next two. You just want to be paying attention to are you using these things to help people make a decision whether or not they should work with you. If you're loving the Get Fired Up and Focused podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would take a moment to rate and review the podcast in iTunes. When you do, it helps me to reach and serve more amazing entrepreneurs just like yourself who are ready to kiss stress and busy work goodbye. Ready for even more ease and less stress in your business? Get the entire 21-day Fired Up and Focused Challenge plus exclusive bonuses just for podcast listeners delivered to your inbox for free when you visit firedupandfocus.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon on the next episode of Get Fired Up and Focused.